0: my goodness welcome back to the divine afro it's me your afro goddess (laughs) okay so I wanted to touch back on the episode I dropped not that long ago about dream recall I have been very diligent about recalling my dreams okay now all of my dreams are pointing to abundance my dreams that I actually want my goals that my spirit actually has and are going to accomplish and the dream that I looked up this rising was of a scab now I want to tie this in to emotional and spiritual intelligence because and just being able to decipher and figure out what it means to your spirit. I personally believe this is a good way to gauge where you're at in your emotional body at that point in time. So a scab for me, I signified that when I was remembering my dream, this rising, of something old being removed to make way for newness. Now, that's not a bad thing, right? I didn't think, you know, the complete opposite. I'm like, wow, I wonder what that means. It could be, it sounds like it's bad. No, a scab is a sign of healing, right? So, according to my 12,000 Dreams Interpreted book, I highly suggest y'all get this book. Dreaming of a scab is a sign of increased material wealth. Now, You have to decipher what material wealth looks like to you. Because I'm in that space of deciphering what material wealth looks like to me. But I have been very specific on setting my sleeping canvas, setting my sleeping environment. Like I said in the last episode so last night upon going to bed I set my sleeping canvas I made myself a batch of my yoni tea so it helps to increase blood flow to my womb I put on some binaural sleeping beats to also increase my feminine blood flow to my womb and my feminine power My room was set to the perfect temperature that I liked it. It was quiet. I had my little white noise machine on. I've got that going night, You can probably hear it in the background when I'm silent. I set an intention days ago for how I'm going to be going through and invoking a healthy cycle and a healthy sleep cycle. So for me, it's not just about one cycle. It's about many cycles that I need to get in balance in order to release toxic cycles that I've been holding with me, thus blocking my dream recall power. Which I didn't even realize I was doing until I just said that now, so that's crazy. But I will say that because of my lack of intentionality with taking my sleeping time seriously I feel like I blocked off a lot of my intuitive hits and downloads that I could have been receiving because of the lack of respect for my body and it's crazy because as I like lay here I'm literally laying here in my bed like I have a cup of tea on my nightstand next to me. And I've been laying here, you know, for like the last hour, just vibing, you know. I never really give myself this opportunity or never really gave myself, I'll speak in past tense, because in the future, right now, in the present, in the future, I will be doing this. I never gave myself the opportunity just to be. In fact, I had a really difficult time. And I'm not even going to lie to you. This started years ago when my now ex and I got dogs. I mean, it was his idea to get the dogs first. I'm like, you know what? It's It would be a good thing to have dogs here while you're gone. So we agreed to it. And... I never had been in a space where I was ready in my adulthood to take care of an animal because I was still learning how to take care of myself. And in learning how to take care of an animal and myself, the animal took a precedence because I knew what I needed so I could get that to myself whenever I got them taken care of. And I think that's backwards because, yeah you got to do the basic things for the animal, right? But you got to do the basic things for yourself. And if you're not doing basic things for yourself, how can you go above and beyond for your animal? Or your child? The difference between an animal and a child is that the child will eventually be able to tell you what they want. Nine times out of ten, it's one of three things from a certain age or one of five things from a certain age on. And then those things change. The animal will need the same thing over and over again. The difference is, is, that that animal is solely there to take care of you and your emotional state. I actually slept better when my animal was in the same room as me, than when they were in their own, like they have their own, they have their own room. So I slept better when they were sleeping on the floor in the same room as me than when they were in their own room. Because they're literally there to be able to detect things that are going on with their human. That's why people have emotional support dogs. Especially for kids overnight that deal with seizures. So the dog can detect a seizure and do what it needs to do upon training. Which is thus helping that child or that person be able to sleep through the night. Because sleep is so important to you. To help reset your body. That now... Man has created a creature to help with that. And God. I'll say that too. But Or God created a creature for man. There we go. I'll say that's a better way to put it. You're right, spirit. Thank you. So because of this intentionality with the understanding of how your sleep system works. How the dream realm works with the spirit. Now I'm specifically speaking to my melanated beings out there anyone else that's going to read this is going to resonate this with this is only a bonus because the melanated body has been created to be able to carry out the etheric messages to carry out the etheric plan the melanated body will be here when the sun gets too hot because our body is designed for that but that's not the purpose of this message the purpose I want to say porpoise so bad. The porpoise of this message (laughs) is to take your sleep and your dreaming seriously. Guys, if you're in a stagnated spot, you need to have boundaries around your sleeping life, around your resting life. I have been pulling cards and my sister and I have been pulling cards more regularly now than we have for the last couple months. And we've now finally started to make time for ourselves because we recognize how important it is. Um, And we go through waves where we're like, yep, important, not important, not important, yes, important, yes, important, not, you know what I mean? And she has children, so she's a single mom. I help with her kids and her, and then I volunteer at her school, and she runs her school. It's a whole thing. So it's very easy to get yourself forgotten about upon taking care of other little beings and educating other little beings so that's understandable but we've been pulling cards lately and she recognizes that every card and everything that she reads for me and anyone else is a reflection of what she has to work on and or her spirit as well and i recognize the same vice versa so we're both getting the rest card we're both getting the abundance card we're both getting the light-hearted card we're both getting, we're both in alignment with each other right now. We're both placing each other's past to help each other realize how important these things are. And because we're both psychic, we both get a lot of messages in our, tre- in our sleep. She can fucking astral project and travel. I'm working on that, but that's her innate gift immediately. We both took for granted Until we both have been recently had our eyes awakened to how important it is to rest and respect our physical body. And I have to openly admit that I know she's been doing better because we speak about this regularly too. She'll come down here and do my nightly Reiki meditation guidance because I do those for people all the time. And sometimes I need healing too outside of myself. And she's like, yep, finishing my yoga session, coming right down. So she's been very much more aware and I've been kind of more resistant to, you know, what? let me rest my type of way first. And then when I'm ready to start moving my physical body, I'll do it again. But I move my physical body for work all day and I'm standing and I'm doing weird things with my body all day that I need to physically lay down and rest. So I know that there's things I need to work on and my spirit guides are like, bitch, you can't get to the next level until you have completely charged up. And by completely charging up, you need to sleep, you need to rest, you need to nap. You need to have boundaries for yourself that, nope, these are my days off. I'm not going in because I need to rest these days. And when you let those lines get blurred, then you're not even able to welcome in the type of abundance and the type of prosperity and the type of joy and happiness that you're really trying to look for. And that to me is really sad because you're doing it to yourself. I'm doing it to myself. I'm so thankful for the womb fairy because this week, I mean, I've been very good about texting her and reaching out to her when I you know, do my steam stuff. So every time I steam, I reach out and I say, yep, steam today puts on my log. But this week I've noticed she's been contacting me more about don't forget to do your tea or you can do this while you're sleeping or you can do this while you're doing this just to help me invoke a healthy blood flow. And the stuff that she has been messaging me about this week has been about my sleep cycles, my dreaming cycles, how I should be sleeping, what I should be doing to prep my body. Sorry, I have the hiccups, guys. What I should be doing to prep my body, mind, spirit, and my my energy space before I steam, after I steam, before I go to bed, after I rise. You know, it is very meticulous. Meticulous. And I, and, I, and I appreciate that so much because when you are the one that takes care of everyone else and your businesses revolve around you taking care of other people, which I thoroughly enjoy this, this isn't a complaint by any means at all, it's just a recognition. I recognize that there's a lot of things that I have been neglecting for myself for the last, I don't even know how many years, decades, <laughs> and I'm 31, my environment I realized I was raised in an environment where I was filling their void. I was doing something to heal them, right? And yes, I understand people who have children. That's what children do. No, it is not. They have their own specific path. They have their own life path and spiritual journey that they have to fulfill. You are merely a vesicle to prep them to get to point A to point B to prepare their life, for their actual soul's journey and their authentic self that they're blooming, blossoming into. And when they fully bloom, you can be like, yep, I helped create that because I helped cultivate an environment that was so aligned with that spirit that they have little to no trauma to work through because I was able to do what I could do confidently. But if you don't have those tools to pass on to your kin or your seed... The fruit that you're going to be bearing is going to be very unequipped to handle the physical realm and the spiritual realm. And then they have to form, which is great, because that's going to force them and their spirit back in alignment with each other again, their physical form and their spiritual form in alignment together. To help create these new boundaries, to help create these new tools to be able to receive the messages that you need, in the cycles that you never were taught how to prepare yourself for aka your sleep cycle which is when your body is at rest and your spiritual body is able to gallivant through the ethers and gain the messages that your physical body needs to continue to go through the path that you need to go through on this game called life So if you think about the game called life, right? We're going to talk about the board game because this is very true to what I'm talking about right now. Think about your turn when you're spinning that dial as your turn every single rising, every single day to figure out how many steps you're going to take towards your goal. Damn, this is fucking good. Okay, stay with me here. When it's not your turn, right? your avatars which are your little game pieces are asleep in rest mode to prepare and now (laughs) this is so fucking crazy dude so the physical human as you're playing the game and you're looking down on the game board and you have your avatars and you're moving through your human playing the game is your spirit team and god okay Your avatar is your physical human in the flesh on the earthly plane. So, literally, the game of life is like the Russian nesting doll game of the spiritual and earthly plane. (laughs) So fucking crazy. It's got chills all over. So, as you're playing your game called life. Damn, this is fucking good, y'all. Holy shit. You have to acknowledge When it's time to watch other people play their game, download what you need to download and learn. Because after all, the game that you're playing with on the physical board game are probably the people that you're playing with in the spiritual too. Because if you're playing a game with someone physically and they're in your energy space, that means there's a spiritual lesson or a spiritual connection that y'all had from incarnations ago. So today, when I rose, it was my turn to spin the dial. How many? What's my number? What's the, what's the dial going to land on? How many spaces forward do I get to move towards my goal? And the only way that you're going to be able to spin that dial is if you give yourself the adequate amount of rest, you let yourself see what needed to be seen when it wasn't your turn to play your game and move your spaces. That way, you had the strategy to move your avatar however many spaces that that dial landed on. And the dial is the universe. Each number is attached to a zodiac and a planet. So when you're spinning that dial, oh, and the colors also have to go with a planet, a zodiac and a chakra on top of that so literally they're giving you this shit in your face bitch you even have to choose if you're gonna go to college if you're gonna go into the workforce and if you're gonna have kids and watch how you play your game of life in the physical board game because that is the map to how your spirit's life is actually going to go to some degree but the thing is is that you get to exercise free will in the game where in the physical board game your free will is being moved and exercised on the avatar. So you're playing your game that's most true and strategic to your spirit. Now, the game of life very much is a game of being sleep or awake. How many people are going to be able to get this analogy. When your body is in rest mode in bed in the evening time, your spirit is watching and gallivanting through the ethers and the cosmos to gain strategies, messages, messages, information whatever you want to call it to when you get to be reintegrated back into your spirit again and your body again become one then you get to rise the next day if your spirit was fortunate enough to make it back to your avatar then you get to spin your hypothetical number dial and see how many spaces forwards towards your goal do you get to take Today, I chose my, I didn't get to choose, it chose for me. I spun my dial upon rising, and here I am recording a podcast. (laughs) Funny how that shit works, huh? Funny how when I do an episode about recalling your dreams, how now I am here talking to you about dream recall multiple times now, being able to read to you from the book, What They Say, and they've been very similar. Because I'm realizing and I'm integrating that my game of life has to be played a certain way. But the only way I'm going to be able to play it is if I'm able to recall bits and pieces of my dreams from when my spirit was in the ethers. Seeing what it needed to see to bring back to me. Make sure that I'm going the right direction. So, set your sleeping environment. (laughs) Moral of the story: (laughs) Make sure, if that means that you have to journal, part of your sleeping environment is making sure that you have a clear mind. My sister read the fuck out of me yesterday, and it made me feel some type of way because I. I, It makes me not towards her, towards myself, because I've been neglecting myself and she goes I keep seeing you when you try to rest like when you try to lay down for a nap how you just keep thinking about things and thinking about things and I'm like that's literally how it goes but because she's able to pick up on that and I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do on my side it made me feel some type of way I should have been journaling like I know that I tell my clients this I tell the people that I read this If you're having an issue resting or you're having an issue completing a task, journal out where this is coming from. Figure out where you're feeling these feelings in your physical body because they're very much relevant to your emotional body. Once you figure out that pinpoint where the feeling is coming from, lean into that spot and journal about it and just let yourself flow. I've had a lot of realizations during this retrograde eclipse period that we're in right now that I didn't think were going to be a thing. I I, well they were gonna be a thing I I, not completely I shouldn't say that but when I say I didn't think they were gonna be a thing I just didn't think they're gonna be coming up in my reality right now I thought they were gonna be things down the line that I'd be dealing with and having to transmute but spirit said no bitch I have another plan for you because we have other things that are coming to you quicker that we need you to deal with this shit in order to handle and not fumble the ball when we pass it to you so that that's cool So, yeah, set your sleeping environment. Take your sleeping life very, very, very seriously. Your resting life very, very, very seriously. Because if you're trying to be a conscious being, if you're trying to be spiritually aware of your environs, of yourself... It literally comes back down to the boundary around yourself and your day-to-day and night-to-night routine. Your resting life is equally, if not more important than your working life. And I will beg to differ that it's more important than your working life. Because if you're not fully rested, your brain can't even function. And that's a scientific, biological fact. There's actual studies and proof that what happens... Like, a brain gets eaten away, and it almost... it revert. There's, like, this reversion that happens, right? Because you end up going insane because your brain starts trying to do what it needs to do and overproducing these hormones to keep up because you didn't give it the time to download. That's like keeping every single fucking... Anything that you've ever opened on your screen open and you've never closed any tabs ever and you're like damn why is this shit going so slow bitch because you haven't never reset and closed out the tabs from your entire lifetime and you still have music running on that bitch and you have no idea where it's coming from somehow videos playing you don't even know who's talking on the video how the fuck you got there but because you've been neglecting your body and your brain and your psyche and your spirit so much It's doing whatever it can to keep you moving forward because that's how it's programmed to do. But you, as a conscious being, so you claim, have to recognize how important it is to have a hard reset. And if you don't give yourself a hard reset, bitch, you finna die. Because if you don't sleep, you can actually die. Your brain can atrophy. It won't send the signals to the rest of the body and the organs that it needs to do and, pu- and func- function and pump blood to all the organs in the brain properly, to breathe properly, to clear properly. So now you're overloading it and you're driving a car that you didn't pull the e-brake off of and now you're just fucking literally grinding your gears until you explode. And an explosion can be a physical death, a spiritual death, A mental death or a complete transition of all three into the ancestral realm. And your dreams can tell you when you're in that path. And your physical body can tell you when you're in that path. We just have to step off the hamster wheel long enough to be able to see it. Long enough to set up a healthy new boundary and a healthy new routine to continue to pull yourself off of that to receive the messages from the divine and from the earth and from your spirit and from your guides and from your spirit team and the cosmos and the different planets and the different star systems and the different solar systems that your spirit needs to get these messages from to bring it to you to continue on the same path because my goal here is to not incarnate back on this earth is to completely transition into my original form. And part of that is being able to receive messages in the sleep. Do you see how it keeps coming back down to how how important it is for you guys to take your resting life seriously? I decided to go with this dream episode a little bit more. I know I gave you guys a bonus episode, but... Damn, this tea really cooled off fast. Anyway, um... I know I gave y'all a bonus episode about how important sleeping was, and I really was like, let me just dive into this more, because I felt called to it, and... I think it's gonna help a lot of people, especially parents that have children, um... Because this is one of the things that I was like I was just thinking about. Um, the previous section got cut off, but it got cut off at the right point in time, thank God. Um where I said at the very end, Do you see how important it is to have your sleep or whatever? Do you see how it comes back down to sleep? And then it cut off. But I didn't realize how far back this went for me. You know, like like I said, in the opening of season two, I very much wanted to be able to transmute a lot of the things that I went through as a child to how I got here now. And so I sit here with my cold-ass tea and my morning bowl and my 12,000 Dreams interpreted book by Gustav Handman Miller, okay? Oh, Gustavus, excuse me. Anyway, my spirit team's like, bitch, read it right. Anyway, I realized how far back this went for me. Like, this is crazy because I don't normally like i never really gave myself the space to go back and recall things and i think that came from a place of trauma for me because i had so many vivid dreams and i was a very tapped in child i was the only black child in my environment so i was was already at the time i wasn't aware of how special and how original and how how divine i truly am as an original being of this planet right so the shit that i was seeing around me was scary and then the shit that i'd see in my dreams the messages that i would get in my dreams were terrifying in fact there's just one that i'm gonna tell you right now um about a tornado that i had i had a dream about i'm actually gonna look it up in my book right now and then this tornado and i knew like I was younger, so, you know, as kids, like, you're kind of impressionary, and the tornado that I had a dream about, I was in the tornado. Now, as an adult, I've lived through two tornadoes, right? But this tornado, this dream was so scary to me. So according to this book, it says, if you dream that you are witnessing a tornado, expect profound changes that will be beneficial to you. To be in a tornado is double good luck. So I literally, like I just said, I can't even make this shit up. I had a dream when I was a child that I was literally sw- like swirling around in this tornado. And it was so scary to me because I'm like, damn, am I going to die in a tornado? Nope. Apparently it's beneficial according to this dream interpretation book. And I just read it. I just read it out the book. I'm going to read it again. If you dream that you are witnessing a tornado, expect profound changes that will be beneficial to you. To be in a tornado is double good luck. So I've always been a very lucky person. Praise God. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so I'm so thankful for that. There's been so many times where I'm like, damn, I don't know how this is going to work. Damn, I don't know how I'm going to be able to get this to happen. Damn, this, that, and the third. Damn, this, damn, that, blah, 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 blah. And for me, looking back at this, when I was trying to explain it to my parental figures and my environment, something in my spirit was like, bitch, they're not going to get it. So just say something else. And so I did. I didn't even tell them how it made me feel. I didn't tell them what the true dream was in the context of it, I just was like, this is what I saw. Boop, it was scary. And, you know, you know how parents be sometimes, you are like, oh, honey, it was just a nightmare. Go back to bed, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you just watch it on TV. It's a projection. Just go to bed. And not all of that is incorrect, right? But I feel like if it was me in the dream and I had watched a show or a movie or it was a nightmare of someone I feel like if it was a show or a movie it would have had that character in it that's my personal belief but it was me and the crazy thing it was me as an adult not as a child as an adult and it was just me and all the, I just saw all the stuff swirling around. You know what I mean? Clothes, shoes, TV, books, me. I don't even know if I saw, I don't think I had an animal in there, but that was very much my dream. And it was scary to me because kids are such, they're so close to the spiritual, right? Kids are very, very intelligent when it comes to their spiritual intelligence and their cosmology, right? My version of cosmology is is common sense of the cosmos and the study of, like, every single day they're studying what is logical and what isn't logical. So that's, and they're very cosmic beings from the beginning. And then, as humans in the experience, we snuff out their cosmic divineness and intelligence because, as adults, if they're not tapped in, they're triggered by it and they think that this is just woo woo type of stuff and you're just being imaginative and all the things and stuff. Which being imaginative and having an active imagination connects you to the divine. So, parents, when I'm, this rant is about not taking your children's cosmic and divine attachment away having an active imagination having an active dream center right is their connection to the divine if they're having night terrors that's some shit in that child or that human or that adult spirit, whoever is having the night I was listening to this. That's some shit that needs to be addressed in the spirit and in the waking life. And because it's now terrorizing them in the spirit, in the dream realm, they have to be able to integrate that day to day and be able to vocalize those things. So find a specialist, give, make a journal prompt for them, figure out a way where they're able to Communicate and transmute these energies and these messages that they're getting that are terrorizing them time and time again. Because nine times out of 10, it's the same night terror replayed over and over and over again. They've never learned how to deal with it until finally they get so traumatized that they shut off their dream center. And then you have an actual zombie walking around. And yes, I know this can be scary because. I have to catch myself with my niece and nephews, too. But then I end up leaning into it because now I'm intrigued. Like, did you see anything else in there? Like, what else do you see? Tell me. I want to know. Like, genuinely. This isn't me just being like, oh, my God, like playing into their shit. I genuinely want to know because not only is it helping them decipher and be able to intellectually speak what they need to be speaking about and express how they're feeling and what scared them and what they see, Which is in turn going to help them in their adult life, in their adolescent life, in their teen life, be able to truly and wholeheartedly express themselves. But you're also healing your inner child because you got the same shit that they did, but now you're cultivating an environment for them to be able to express it where you didn't have that. So the cycle can end with you by realizing that your child is not you. And you are not your parents. You will not do and say the things that they did to your child because you know that they are a divine being. You know how special that human is because you got to bond with them for nine months. And if you're prepping for a child like I am, I know that I'm not going to do that to my child because I have children in my environment that I don't do that to. So I'm getting practice every single day with children in my environment, with my niece and nephews and my sister's school that... When I bring my children earthside, I'm already going to be spiritually intelligent to a point where they are ready to incarnate. I'm going to be mentally ready. I'm going to be physically ready. I'm going to be ready on all accounts for that vessel's and that spirit's arrival because in that pivotal moment of my life I will be on a whole new chapter and a whole new journey with a whole other spiritual being so I have to get this version of my spirit right thus starting with receiving messages while I'm in my dream state and healing that side of myself connecting that part of my brain again to my womb Because then I'm able to differentiate and decipher intuitively through my womb center, which is where my intuition comes from. What this dream is telling me. Or what your children's dreams are telling you. Because now you can use your intuition to decipher and help them figure out how to... Release and or integrate these things to benefit their next steps or y'all's next steps. But dreams are very important. And I wanted to... I really wanted to kind of talk about this more because I'm realizing now the more I talk about some of these things and it wasn't even the way that I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to be diving into it starting from the beginning. I was born March 28th, 1991 at this time, this time, this time you know and it very much isn't apparently this is like me talking about things that i'm going through as an adult and then re relaying them back to areas of my life that were once blocked out your dreams and your children's dreams are not the only things that they're seeing around them or their their physical or their spiritual vessel um isn't picking up on those are just the things that they're speaking on A lot of the things that your children see at night are very much real because their entire brain has been activated and working since they incarnated into the realm in the womb before they entered into the physical earthly plane. So they've been equipped already to be able to see the things that the adult eye has been trained by the self to not see any longer. Our job is to help these children be able to effectively communicate how we can help them navigate what they're going through and their reality. It is not our job to get them to see our reality, it's our job to get them to see their reality and how they affect their own reality. So by gaslighting them out of their feelings and their thoughts and their own dreams that they're expressing to you, You're actually teaching them that their imagination is invalid. That their emotions and their thoughts are invalid and their feelings are invalid. When in reality, they're more valid than yours are in that instant because they are inviting you into their world. And it is for you as the parent to leave your judgment and your bias and your traumas at your door and enter into their door. Just because they're a tiny human doesn't mean they don't have shit that they can teach you. And a lot of the times when they're dreaming, they have a lot of shit that they want to express with you that probably will benefit you too. But because we get so caught up in our ego as an adult and they're the child and we're here to learn from me and not the other way around, we all learn from each other. We end up traumatizing our seedlings. We traumatize our fruit. We traumatize God's creatures based off of our undealt with trauma and our lack of ability to create a coping mechanism and our lack of ability and discipline to set my own dreamland ritual, to set my own environment To deal with and decipher my own shit. So if your. Sleeping cycle. Is fucked up. You're going to inevitably fuck up your children's sleeping cycle. Because. You're not going into a dream state. And because you're not going into a dream state. You're depriving yourself. In your spirit, the opportunity to truly heal and rest—that's like recess time for your spirit. Do you think kids can just go all day at school, no recess? No, that's why they have fucking recess in elementary school because—and they should have it all the way throughout. Honestly, is what they should do because you can't continually pump information into a vessel over and over and over again without giving it a, a, a chance to rest and release anything else to make way for new. They knew what they was doing in elementary school when they were programming people. They got it right when it came to giving the vessels time to run around and play, which was recess time. Resting bedtime is recess time for the spirit. Give yourself recess, it's okay. Play. Go do your thing. Just don't go push children down on the on the spiritual playground now because that in and of itself has consequences. Learn your lessons, and if that's one of your lessons, learn them. But you're not going to be able to do all the lessons in the waking life as you would if you were in dreamland, okay? With that, I was going to pull some cards, but I don't even know where they are. We're going to go to commercial, and we'll be right back did you know that the human body was created to heal itself did you know that mother nature and god has given us everything that we need to heal our body and mind ourselves well this is the core foundations of the house of healing The house of healing is a local company out of sioux falls south dakota that was established in 2021 the premise of it was to heal thyself to get in front of any ailments of the body that were missed due to spiritual and physical discomfort or dis-ease out of this brand and out of this thought process they've ended up creating events that they can hold in the community where we gather and we do singing bowls we eat very very well clean local ingredients that are spiritually charged to help remove stagnated energy and entities from the body they also have created a luxurious home care line to uplift the vibration of your sacred spaces from wax melts to hand poured candles smudge sticks Florida Waters, you name it, they got it, and or creating it as we speak. This brand is so intentional that I'm excited that I'm able to bring this episode to you via their sponsorship. Next Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, June 1st and 2nd, they are holding an event that you can purchase tickets to on Eventbrite for the House of Healing. The event starts at 8 p.m. on June 1st and June 2nd and it is a group meditation. The tickets are $20. It's an outside session around the fire where we will be releasing our intentions into the fire at the end of the meditation. It involves singing bowls, little samples of smoothies and juices that are fresh made in a local restaurant brought to you to give you more exposure to what healing and true luxurious health can look like at an affordable cost i'm very excited that the house of healing has partnered with my company the divine afro we hope to see you there i will be tagging in the description of this episode that this is brought to you by the places where you're able to go on instagram and purchase your tickets for this event it's a two-day event each day is twenty dollars You can purchase both days or one day if you want to as well on eventbrite.com for the house of healing or go to the description of this episode and you can find us and tag us and click the tags on the description and it'll bring you to the Instagrams where you can purchase your tickets. Let's get back to the episode. All right, guys. Welcome back from that commercial break from the House of Healing. What a dope brand, you guys. Seriously, go on Instagram, check them out. These people are doing some amazing things, okay? Anyways, we're back with our closing segment, which is the card reading. So I asked my spirit guide guides and the, high, the highest ascended masters and my spirit team and the most high to send messages for what we need to focus on. Um, Emma what we're missing so the first card that came out on its own literally flew out the deck is love and I used for the first deck the soul's journey lesson cards so in love you have to learn how to love and be love you have to learn how to operate out of love only okay you need to operate from your heart center you need to figure out what love looks like to you or you need to love yourself more by setting up boundaries around your goddamn self so then that way you don't have to feel drained. You don't have to feel like you're not loved because you're loving yourself properly first, forcing people to show up for you on how you need them and are allowing them to show up. So moral of the story is your main focus is love. Now, my, I asked for clarifications card, clarification cards out of the PRISM Oracle Guidebook. This is by Nicole Piviroto, 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 there we go. Mm. So the first card that came out was Sadness. Now, some people, when it comes to love, do feel sad because they probably realize that they never were exposed to the love that they needed. A lot of the times, too, when it comes to sadness, I feel like love and sadness go hand in hand because they're two polar opposite emotions, Right? being so loved or loving someone so much can make you sad because you could realize that a you weren't loving yourself properly before b you weren't loving someone else properly before or c you weren't receiving the love that you needed that was proper before to help you get to the level of love that you're at now you could also realize that the amount of love you have for people is making you have to pull away from some other people other things other places which is also making you sad that's kind of what i feel like it is Like, I feel like because you've been operating out of this place of love for so long, you're realizing how many things and how many places and how many mentalities and people don't align with you anymore. And that kind of makes you sad because you're like, damn, like I'm I'm purposefully operating out of this place of love and now I'm still sad for some reason. But it's because you're mourning a lot of things that aren't resonating for you because you're about to upshift energetically. The next card that came out was fear in the reverse and you're not even afraid of the space anymore because you spent enough time by yourself where you know that, yep, this is how I operate. This is how I show love. This is how I need to be shown love. This is how I have to show myself love. And it doesn't even make me fearful that I have to release some of these things that I know and can acknowledge are not serving me any longer. So that's kind of how I'm reading the fear card in the reverse. I also am getting passion in the reverse. That feels to me that there is something that started that was a really fiery passion at start. And you're like, damn, this could be something. And then now all of a sudden you're getting to a space where you're like, "Mm, the passion is fizzling out. This this manifestation's about to come in and it doesn't, to me, it doesn't feel like it's how I thought it was gonna feel when it would come. Or, you know, um, maybe you need to control your passion a little bit. Or maybe you're having a difficult time controlling your passion is being mistaken for for um, anger or for misunderstanding or whatever but either way my initial read of this passion card in reverse is that the initial start of I mean you this could have been like years in the making guys like that's literally how I feel with this card is that this passion card like you were you were once very passionate about this and now that it's about to come in you're reevaluating. damn, am I still as passionate about this as I thought I was, right? Now to reiterate, you can get the answers by setting up your dream state properly, okay? You guys, thank you so much for holding space. Thank you for listening to this random dreaming rant episode. I appreciate you because I'm transmitting my energy in real time. And... I've been having more dreams lately and it's purely based off of the fact that I'm intentionally setting my dream state environment, okay? To reflect what I need it to so I'm able to really get the messages that my soul needs. So thank you so much again for holding space. I appreciate each and every one of you, okay? And until next time, be light, be love, Set up your motherfucking boundaries, love yourself first, and then love everyone else. I love y'all, but not more than I love myself. We'll see you next time.